this or that 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 or that this or that this or that this or that or that or or that Right it is, and it starts now. What's up, ladies and gents? It's the end of the year, and as you know, what I like to do at the end of the year is kind of revisit and talk about the best and worst of the current year, which this year is 2023. What's up? It's your boy Enigma, and we're going to talk about the worst TV shows slash movies that I've witnessed in 2023. Next week, I will drop the list of the best TV and uh, movies that I've seen throughout 2023. But of course, you're going to get the worst right now. Now, a couple things I want to talk about here. I haven't seen everything. Okay, this is not my job. I wish it was, but unfortunately, I actually have to do a normal job. I'm a novel writer, so I have not had the time to watch every little TV show, every movie. So this list is only going to include the things that I believe, well, that I've seen and I believe was just the worst that 2023 represented. Okay, so kind of get that through your head right there. So stop typing if you're going to say, well, you didn't include this. You didn't include that. Well, I didn't see probably that. Or maybe I have a difference of opinion because I know I have a couple of shows on here that may drive people the wrong way. But essentially, I'm only going by the stuff that I've seen because that's the only the stuff that I can rate. And not everything on this list is technically bad is just the worst that I've seen out of everything that I watched throughout the year. So I wanted to throw that out there as well. So that's how I compiled the list. Um, I didn't want to break it up and have movies and TV shows because honestly, I didn't really watch as much as I normally do this year. Uh, It's been a slow year for me as far as TV and movies. I hadn't gone to the theater as much. So Basically, I like to combine the list. It just makes it easier to combine the movies and TV shows on one list. And so I can just go through my uh, bottom 10 here and just kick it from there. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into number number 10. All right. Coming in at number 10, we have The Idol, which was an HBO show, HBO Max or what have you. And... (laughs) I will say this, this only was, this was supposed to be like six episodes, then they dropped it down to five episodes, and honestly, everything from episode one to probably half of episode four was just ridiculous torture porn. I mean, I really didn't understand a lot that was going through. The weekend is part of this, and uh, Johnny Depp's daughter was also part of this as well, and It was just crazy. I don't know why it made me watch. (laughs) I don't know. I just, it was so crazy that it just kept you watching for some reason. When this show was first announced, I was thinking of something along the lines of Britney Spears type storyline. But what we got was just something a lot more darker, you know, just very, uh, you know, X-rated type stuff. And honestly, I can see why a lot of people complained about it. It wasn't until the... Uh, fourth episode halfway through where we got a plot twist and a storyline and then the final episode did its thing so that last half 
uh, one and a half episodes was actually pretty good. But building up to that, it was just a torture fest. It was like, oh my God. And the weekend as Tedris. As a matter of fact, I don't even call him the weekend anymore. I call him Tedris because this was just a character that was just crazy. I just did not understand what the weekend was thinking with this uh, show, but. The reason it's at number 10 and not higher is because it did give out some kick-ass music. It had a lot of great music that I still bump into this day. So it earns the top 10. It belongs in the top 10. The music basically pushes it down. So good job, Idol. At least you will be remembered for that. Number 9. Coming in at number 9, we have Power Book 4, Force Season 2. And, you know... Or as I call it, uh, as you know, if you've listened to my review, I call it uh, Power Tommy. And season one was terrible. I'm just going to put that out there. I mean, you had the Power Book 2 and then you have Raisin Canaan, um, which were obviously superior shows than this one. I just never bought the whole white guy goes to Chicago and takes over the drug trade. I mean, it just did not make sense to me. In this season, though, it is better than season one, but it's still nothing compared to the other power entries and i don't know it it just a lot of this season started off the first half um where the the irish they were on their whole other storyline didn't even get into the actual power um storyline with tommy and diamond and eventually they finally interceded towards the middle to the end of the series um well not series but season and I don't know. It, it just it just didn't do it for me. I mean, again, it was better than season two. I think making Tommy uh, vulnerable, you know, he actually got shot this time, which I think is the first time I've actually seen him get hit. Um, he, of course, he starts messing with the Hispanic uh, girlfriend. Once again, it's uh, related to the plug, which was a stupid idea for him to do in the first place. I like Diamond's transformation and everything that he went through. But again, it was just not that good, you know, with uh, Gerard and then um, Discount uh, Jukebox and their relationship. It just, it was just kind of convoluted. I mean, I see what they were trying to do, and it was better than the first season. I will admit that much, but outside of that, it really wasn't anything special. I could have really done without it, but I'm committed to watching now since I've already committed so much time into it. So I'll continue to watch the uh power tommy but i can't really say that it's anything good so if you missed it you missed it it deserves a spot here at number nine number eight all right coming in at number eight is the wonder years final season so this wasn't supposed to be the final season obviously but obviously they didn't have the viewers and they decided to cancel it and i hate when they cancel shows like that without giving the show an actual final episode to kind of you know just give us that closure that we wanted and honestly it's not really the show's fault i just think that the showrunners the way that they tried to bring this back and give us some sort of insight to that um 
you know, era in time, especially for black folks. I just think it was just too much. They just didn't really think this through, you know. And as I said in the review that I did, uh, why it didn't work is because a lot of people from that era, they no longer exist. You know, the reason why the first Wonder Years was so popular is because you had people from that era, I guess the boomers or the silent generation, whatever you want to call them, they were still alive. So when they watched that show, they were like, oh, yeah, I remember this. I remember that. I remember this. But in this era, they tried to go back to that time. But a lot of those people who were alive in those times, they are sadly not with us anymore. So it didn't work. You know, I mean, for us, people like me, it's a period piece. You know, I wasn't alive back then. And so it's more of a period piece. And that's not really as popular as um, Hollywood would like you to believe. So. I don't know. It just, it had a great premise. I think it should have went into the 2000s. I said, I said that before that since the first Wonder Years was 20 years in the past, this one should have been 20 years in the past. So we should have been watching the 2000s and then you would have more of a viewership because the folks who were alive in the 2000s would say, oh, I remember that. Oh, I remember that. And it would have more of a connection, but it didn't. I think this season only had like about 10 or 12 episodes, so it didn't even make it a full season and they decided to cancel it. There was a lot of potential there. Um, they just dropped the ball and it became more about the parents which, you know, is cool, but I think the reason why the first Wonder Years worked is it was more about Kevin and Winnie and Paul and their adventures as opposed to their parents. Yes, the parents were there, and yes, the parents had very important parts in to the series, but this one became about the parents, and the kid seems to um, just kind of faded into the background so yeah it wasn't very good you know as much as I wanted to like this show as much as I wanted to enjoy this show I had to admit to myself it really wasn't that good number seven all right coming in at number seven we have our first movie entry in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania I mean <laughs> Kane the Conqueror was the only good thing about this movie it really wasn't good i mean you have a whole universe and that they created around this different characters i mean they really could have done a lot of different things and maybe it just didn't fit with the overall marvel theme i'm not sure but it just really wasn't an entertaining movie you know king the conqueror has been teased to us as being one of the most powerful villains in the Marvel Universe. And I've read a little bit about him just to kind of build up to it. So Jonathan Majors did a great job. But one, he's in legal trouble now. And if all that stuff goes on, they're going to probably toss King the Conqueror out the window, which would be a bad mistake. It would really be terrible because I think there's a lot of promise there. And two, King the Conqueror got beat by ants. You know, not technology, not people, not overriding, you know, horde of people or whatever. Ants. And it was just terrible. I mean, Ant-Man actually fought him one-on-one and won. It, it wasn't a good movie. It was just terrible. And you could really start to see that Marvel is losing momentum with some of these latest entries. But I think this was just really one of the worst movies that came out this year it just didn't go anywhere it wasn't entertaining i tried to watch it again once it i went to the theater actually to watch it the first time and then i tried to watch it again and it's just it's not the kind of movie that 
entertained me. And, you know, you could tell by the reviews, a lot of other people felt the same way. But, you know, you can't always go by reviews. But with this one, trust the reviews. It was not that good at all. Number six. Coming in at number six, we have Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Now, did you even remember that this movie came out this year? <laughs> I thought this came out last year. I think it was supposed to when it got pushed back. I don't know. But, yeah, this movie was terrible. Um, anything that DC puts out after announcing that they're going to reboot everything was just a waste of time. Now, unlike The Flash, this one just... It, it was just dumb. I mean, there was no momentum built behind it. They tried to say, well, you may get some of this in the new um, era of DC, but they lied. They knew they weren't going to do it. They knew they made a mistake by making that announcement that they were rebooting everything. And I wish DC, I, well, I know they wish that they could go back and take that announcement away because ever since then, nothing for DC has really sold because people are like, why are we wasting our time watching this? And this is one of the movies that I did waste time to see in the theater. And, you know, I only went because I was bored, but yeah, this movie just was not good. And the fact that it's leading nowhere, which is all DC movies. Now, Aquaman hasn't premiered as of this recording yet, and I'm probably not going to go see that unless I'm just extremely bored because, again, it's going nowhere. So what's the point of me going watch it knowing that it's going nowhere? Uh, Blue Beetle was another one, and I actually have the review that um, you just heard uh, last week. And again, I actually watched that movie a while ago, but I just kept pushing it back because of things coming out. But again, Blue Beetle, why even take an interest? It's going nowhere. Now they tried to recover and say, hey, this might be part of the new legacy um, that James Gunn is doing. But people are not stupid. This is just a waste of our time. And so, yeah, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, it had potential. But again, it's a waste of time going nowhere they should have just went on ahead and shelved this like they did Batgirl it was just not a good movie and the sad part is he has some great actors in this movie but um, again it's not going anywhere so who cares right number five coming in at number five we have Titans season four which ends up being the final season <laughs> so it had a couple of good episodes early on but then it just Went into full free fall mode. Again, this is just one of those shows that a lot of people disliked. I actually liked the first couple of seasons. I think it started to kind of fall off in the last season. And in this season, it was just terrible. You can really tell that they did not plan for this ending. Like this was just one of those things where, oh, we're getting canceled. Let's rewrite some things to, you know, give it that closure, which I do like that they attempted that. But it really just didn't make any sense. A lot of the show just didn't make sense. Um, Raven didn't even have her powers for majority of the final season. Um, you know, it just, there was just a lot going on in this show. And, I, and I'll be honest with you, I don't even remember half of it because it was just that bad. I just remember that a lot of it towards the end, everybody's leaving the team. Um, you know, <laughs> it just, it, I don't know. I guess... When you get surprised like that and you're told that, hey, this is going to be the final season and you try to put it all together to make that closure, to give it a memorable tone, you just really failed. I mean, a lot of the decisions the characters made was stupid and that whole uh, brother blood 
situation that was just dumb the titans they really never took off like they should have it started off as something great and then as the seasons progressed they just you know became dumb and then the whole robin thing (laughs) i don't even want to start with that how they tried to force that on you and again it's not a go woke go broke thing it's just again there is no type of character building with that whole relationship he had with that one guy and then I don't know. I, he was just an annoying character from the beginning, to be honest with you. And it just didn't help out here. Uh, Dick didn't really bring nothing to it. Starfire, you know, she really didn't bring anything to it. And I love her. But, you know, it, it was just a lot of things that went on. And then they even had a couple of great moments in there where they kind of mixed in a different universe. Like Stargirl had an appearance in there, which was actually pretty good. But outside of that, um, Doom Patrol also had one, which I didn't never watch Doom Patrol, but it was nice to see that whole universe be intertwined. But again, other than those couple of moments, the storyline was whack. The villain was whack. The whole Luthor uh, Superboy thing was whack. Everything just fell apart at the end there. And so, yeah, it deserves to be on this list. Trust me. Number four. Moving along to number four on our list, BMF Season 2. So the first season of BMF was actually pretty good. I, th- I like the acting. I like the storyline. The second season, not so much. I mean, the acting seemed to fall off greatly. I guess they figured, hey, they're going to like us, whatever. So we're just going to go ahead and act the way we want to act. Storyline was stupid. And I understand some of this was based off of real life, but it just was dumb. It just really falling off. It <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You know, Lamar was just this one character and the way that they finally get him and decide to, no, we're not going to kill you. we just going to keep you hooked on drugs and just let you go. I'm like, bro, this man has terrorized your family and everything and you just won't let him go. Come on now. They've killed people before. It was just a stupid setting. It was just... I don't know. Everything about this season just didn't make much sense. And then your girl, I think her name is Young Miami, probably had one of the worst acting scenes (laughs) in the history of acting in this when she found out that her dude was killed. It was just terrible. This is just one of those shows that really, first season, you really want to go back and watch the first season and really think about, is this show You know, am I just realizing that this show was bad or has it been bad from the beginning? And honestly, I don't know because I enjoyed the first season. It was interesting and there were a lot of things that happened. You could tell that it's more rooted in reality because it's based off of reality. But this season seemed to just kick it up a notch and just kind of go way beyond reality. And young Meech... Uh, he needs to, he needs to go back to acting class. He was doing good in the first season, but this season he was just terrible. Some of the lines he delivered on there were just terrible. He needs to, you know, rethink a couple of things and they really just need to reboot these actors here and just get them up to par because from what we've seen in season two, I wouldn't be surprised if they cancel season three, but 50s on the you know payroll for this. So I seriously doubt they cancel it. But they need to do something better because season two was atrocious. I'm sorry. Number three. All right, coming in at number three, we have House Party 2023. And is it me or is it anything that LeBron touches, he makes it worse? And yes, I am a Jordan fan and I always will pick Jordan over LeBron. And it has nothing to do with that because, he, you know, LeBron also did the 
whole Looney Tunes things, and he made that that Space Jam. I couldn't think of the name of it. He made that, and from what I hear, it's worse. I never watched it compared to the first Space Jam, which I did watch. Um, I don't know. I just had no reason or want to watch the new Space Jam, but I did watch House Party 2023. They had a couple things in the trailer that I was like, okay, this might be interesting. I was wrong, okay? They tried to remake House Party, the original, and I don't think they really realized why it was such a good movie. You know, the original House Party, I can watch any day, and for some reason, they just, with this one, they tried to bring back that essence, tried to have the House Party at LeBron's um, home, and I don't know, it was just... They didn't try, they didn't do anything new with it. You know what I'm saying? It was just, they were trying to remake it and they remade it and made it worse. If <laughs> that's just crazy to me. And uh, Jacob Lattimore, he does a great job on The Shy. So it's not necessarily that it was the acting, it was more along the lines of the writing and directing in this film. And yeah, you had a couple people like Maya pop up. Um, and you know lebron of course and some of his people like ad and all them popped up uh juvenile and all that type of stuff so he had a lot of cameos in this one but it was just dumb you know it just didn't make much sense and the whole let's play lebron for the end you know just play lebron in a basketball game and if you win then you'll let us go if uh, i mean if you win then you know, they can call the police. If I win, you'll let us go. And I mean, who thought that he was going to actually make a shot against LeBron? That was just dumb. It was just the whole storyline here was stupid. Everything about it was stupid. It didn't make much sense. It didn't make sense on why Jacob Lattimore's character would actually throw the house party. And then what did we do? We did not even have Kid and Play in the movie say anything. They were in the movie for one scene and they just looked around and didn't say nothing. It was like they were, I don't know, their mouths were shut or like, why wouldn't they say something? This is the movie that they made popular. Why wouldn't they say something, anything? It was stupid. It was one, I don't know. They, they, there was another remake, uh, White Man Can't Jump. I'll talk about that one here in a little bit. But at least they tried something new. This was just terrible. It was trying to be a remake. It failed miserably, in my opinion. Number two. All right, coming in at number two, we have Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Stop making this crap, okay? Indiana Jones is like 100 years old at this point. Quit making these movies, all right? You could tell that Harrison Ford <laughs> in these movies, I mean, they used the de-aging thing on the first part of it, which actually was pretty decent, but the action scenes, like, you know, Harrison Ford, basically they found him a way to transport. Like, he would either get in a car or something. Like, he didn't do too much running in this, and nor should he. He's an old man. Quit making these movies. Let Indiana Jones die, okay? You know, I don't want to see any more Indiana Jones movies. I don't want to see any more Rambo movies. I don't want to see any of this because they need to let these characters die, okay? These were great characters back then, but the actors are getting old. It's just not, it doesn't look good. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things. Indiana Jones at that age cannot take a punch. Okay, when you get older in real life and somebody punches you in the face, they could crack all your skull. 
And it's just, they don't understand this. They keep saying we need to milk every dime out of this character while we can. And at least in Star Wars, they gave the character Han Solo uh, exit. You know, he was killed by Kylo Ren and that was it. You know, there will be no more Han Solo, thank God. Because again, he falls into the same category as Indiana Jones. The actor is old. He does not need to reprise his roles in these movies. And I understand that they were actually thinking about rebooting it and giving him a new Indiana Jones. Uh, Shia LaBeouf, I believe, was supposed to be it. But then I guess they changed their mind on that. I don't know if they need to recast. I think they just need to let these characters die. Maybe 20 years down the line, they decide, you know, Indiana Jones has been gone a while. Let's go ahead and do young Indiana Jones or just something different. You know what I'm saying? These movies, they need to stop making these dumb movies. I'm really getting sick and tired of them doing this. I understand Harrison Ford needs to work too, but he's at that age where he needs to start taking more uh, older roles. There are still roles in Hollywood for older folks, but Indiana Jones is not one of them. Stop making this crap. Number one. All right, so before I jump into number one, I want to talk about a couple of dishonorable mentions. These are movies that I, movies and TV shows that I really didn't particularly care for, but they just missed a cut. So I'm going to start with White Man Can't Jump 2023 again. I kind of talked about this a little bit. At least they tried something new with it. It didn't work out for me either. It was still a bad movie, but at least I give them points for trying something new. Had they not, I would have probably had this on a list somewhere. Uh, season two of Loki. A lot of people think this is a masterpiece. I do not think it's a masterpiece. I think it's a convoluted mess, but it was entertaining enough just not to make this list. Transformers Rise of Beasts, same thing. I mean, it was just entertaining enough not to make this list, but Transformers is another franchise I think they need to stop trying to make. It is terrible. I'm tired of it. Move on. A surprising entry, Ted Lasso Season 3. I was kind of upset with the final season of Ted Lasso. I think they became a little too preachy. You know, you can still have your messages and still tell a gripping tale, a story, but they became a little too preachy on that final season. Just a tad bit much on the nose with certain things. So I will, you know, it didn't make the list because it was Ted Lasso. It still was entertaining, but the first two seasons were great. This season kind of dropped the ball. Uh, Fast 10 or Fast X, whatever you want to call it. It's fast. Get off my damn list. I'm sick of these movies too, but they probably have another 14 in the progress. But, you know, this one here, it actually, they didn't go into space, thank God, because that was just the <laughs> jump the shark moment there. But they did leave a cliffhanger, so I really can't say 100% this would be on the list unless I get the full story. So just only got half the story, but it still was not that good because I'm tired of seeing this. And then finally, Winning Time Season 2. This is actually a good show that just missed the list. And the only reason I have it a, a bad show is because of the way it ended. They canceled the show or made the announcement right after the series uh, finale. They didn't tell anybody. They uh, gave this montage. Basically, the story ends where Magic Johnson loses to Larry Bird in the finals, and they just had so much content that they could have touched, but they decided we're going to cancel this. Ever since that idiot took over HBO, 
he's been making decisions like this and it was stupid. This was actually a great show. I couldn't wait to watch it each week. They had great actors in the show. This still should be on, but for some reason they decided, no, we're not going to do it anymore. It is kind of a period piece. So I guess those cost a little more, but at the same time you took a great series and you canceled it prematurely. And I canceled my HBO as well because of this. So my HBO max, I'm done with it. You are not getting a penny from me until House of the Dragon comes on. And then depending on how that goes, you may get canceled again. <laughs> so, yeah, HBO Max, I'm trying not to support anything from them because ever since the guy took over, he's just been making bad decision after bad decision. All right. So number one on this list and the absolutely worst thing that I've watched in 2023 is Barbie. Now, Margot Robbie. Okay, I love her. I she's one of my celebrity crushes. I love everything about her. Ever since I saw her as Harley Quinn, I've fallen in love with this woman. You know, I'm talking about she is just the epitome of greatness. Like she can't make a bad movie, in my opinion. Until this, <laughs> this movie was stupid. And before you jump in there and say, "Well, you weren't the um, people that we, this movie was being made for." I get all that, okay? I understand it. I've watched kids' movies and kids' shows before, and I can still appreciate what they're trying to do. What this movie did was more of a man-hating, bashing-type movie. You know, everything's good in Barbie world as long as the Barbies are running things and doing things. As soon as the men come in there and take over, it's all evil now. Now we got to get the men out. We got to take back our town. This was the epitome of trash. This was nothing but a marketing ploy. They did such a great job marketing this that it made over a billion dollars. This movie sucks. There is nothing good about it. And like I said, I love Margot Robbie. I love her. You know, you get to see her in the little scantily dressed outfits and you think that would be enough to keep my attention, but it wasn't. That goes to show you how bad this movie was that not even a sexy Margot Robbie could sit there <laughs> and keep my interest. Okay. And I love this woman. I, I'm telling you, I love this woman for real. This movie was utterly horrible. This is one of the worst movies that I've watched. I was probably dozing off towards the, the middle of it. And the ending, just this whole girl power thing. And I get it, empowering young girls, empowering women. This is the whole point of what the movie is about. And I get all that. But do you have to bash the men at the same time? And people are going to say, no, they weren't bashing the men. Yeah, technically they were. Because the whole plot line, when Ken gets into society and sees that men actually quote unquote run things and he wants to bring that back to Barbie land and then he takes over and all the men are running things and all of a sudden it's a problem and you know I, I get what they were trying to do like I see what they were trying to do is just the execution was just off it was a terrible movie and of course they're going to make a part two of it I'm probably not going to watch part two because part one to me you know other than Margot Robbie just watching her prance around with her beautiful smile and like I said scantily dressed uh, <laughs> portions there other than that there is nothing appealing about this movie and you know you had some great actresses in this you know Issa Rae also made an appearance I love her too but this was just a travesty 
in every shape or form. Now, make no mistake, the people who they chose for the roles of Ken and Barbie, I think, were perfect. Like Margot Robbie, she everything she's in, she for some reason fits. She was great as Harley Quinn. You know, I loved her in uh, I, Tanya as well. Um, you know, uh, Wolf of Wall Street and movies like that. So it's not just the sex appeal. You know, she's an actual legitimate actress. Um, your boy's name who escapes me right now, who plays Ken, he's a legitimate actor as well. So it's not like the actors were bad. <laughs> you know, Shang-Chi uh, was in there. Um, uh, John Cena had a <laughs> quick cameo in there. So you, you had legitimate actors and actresses in this. I just think it was written poorly. Um, you know, that's really all you can go to because the directing, I would give it, you know, to bring that world to life. I thought they did a good job with all of that. But the writing is just what tore this down. This was just a terrible movie that was basically, you know, escalated by the great marketing ploy that it had. So, yes, it makes my worst movie. I will not watch that movie ever again. It was terrible. And the only reason I watched it this time is because I had to see what made a billion dollars. People kept saying, oh, it's good, it's good, it's good. And then when I watched it, I'm like, this is the worst movie I've seen, <laughs> at least in 2023 anyway. So, anyways, that's my list of the top 10 worst um, representation of movie and television of 2023. I understand that there's a lot of stuff that I didn't put in there. But again, if I didn't watch it, I can't actually add it to my list. So what are your thoughts? What are some of the things that you actually have as the worst that you viewed in 2023? As always, you can let me know in the comments below. And if you want to check out any of my creative work, which is a thousand times better than this, hit me up at www.enigmakid.com. That's www.enigmakid.com. It's your boy Enigma signing off. Deuces.